Hey, what's up? What's going on? This is another episode of You're So Random, Tosh. Thank you for tuning in. It's Sunday. I hope your weekend is going well and you're staying safe, keeping your social distance, and wearing your mask, of course, when you're out here in these streets. So, I want to just jump right into it. Uh, Let's get it going. So, I want to talk about... (laughs) what's going on in the world of course so i noticed that um there there are cheaper flights going places and people are taking trips here and there and okay i get it you know you're taking trips the flights are cheaper but for me personally i'm not doing it You know, I haven't been in an airplane since 2019 of my birthday, and that was last September, due to what's what's going on, of course, you know, so I was just thinking about it. That air that circulates in that plane, that's basically our oxygen, I think, that's going around in rotation, because we're so high up in the air that I don't think other air can come in there and clear it out. So, I know you're wearing your mask, but for me, I'm not risking it. I don't I don't trust it. And the crazy thing, last year when I got in the airplane, um I had a mask on because I had a cold. And who would have known? I took great precaution. Every time I get on a plane, I have my alcohol wipes, I have my gloves, I'm wiping down stuff. So, I ha- I wore my mask cuz I had a cold. And I was stuffy. So when I got off the plane and went to Vegas for one day, I was stuffy. And the next day, I, everything cleared up. So, yeah, who would have known by this time next year, we would have had to be wearing masks while we're on the plane. I was ahead of the game, huh? But listen, only way you're going to see me on a plane this year <laughs> with a couple of months left or anytime soon If I'm on a private plane and I don't have the budget for that, that's not in my uh, repertoire, you know, I don't I don't have the budget to get a a private plane. But that was the only way you're going to see me on a plane. okay? because I'm not trusting it. I do not trust it. You know, it's too much germs going up. (laughs) I'm not trusting the plane. Also, when I was at my doctor appointment I asked her you know what else can I do to keep safe she said don't go to any more indoor you know restaurants if you have went I said no um last time I went was like around my birthday and she was like okay but don't do that anymore (laughs) they are saying it's spiking up y'all and I just want y'all to be careful because the thing is it's so much going on in the season. You're still getting the flu. You're still getting cold. You still have allergy symptoms. You still get a stomach aches, you know. So best thing to do is continue to be safe. No matter what people are saying, continue to be safe. And we just got to, you know, let this thing, you know, work out and go, go away soon. Praying that it goes away soon. Um... I feel sorry for you people who like to go out every weekend. (laughs) You know, I know y'all are over there losing your minds. And it's understandable. Some people don't know what to do. You know, it's a lot going on. And they're like, I have to go out. I can't stay in this house another weekend. (laughs) 
<laughs> I know, I know y'all are losing your minds over there, but we just gotta wait this thing out. Um, so moving on, I want to talk about a couple of topics that's going on, that's going on, that's going on. Um, let me get to this whole thing with the Sixers new hiring. So Elton Brand is actually well actually hired um some new people for the Sixers. Okay, so we have Peter Dinwiddie, Pop Prosper Karawa Karawa. I don't know how to pronounce his name and I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. And they are um new hires for the Sixers and I'm going to tell you exactly what they're going to be responsible for. So they reassign they reassign reassign um Alex Rucker. So basically the changes that general manager Elton Brand promised after the Philadelphia 76ers were swept in round one of the playoffs have come to fruition. So the Sixers on Friday made some sweeping changes to their front office that should have a hand in their future basketball decisions. So <clears throat> the big hire is that the Sixers have brought on Peter Dinwiddie from the Indiana Pacers as the new executive vice president of basketball operations. He will replace Alex Rucker, who previously served in the role within the organization. Rucker will remain with the franchise, but he will be resigned, reassigned to a new role. So then... Uh, Elton Brand continued to hire. The other hire is Prosper, hopefully, Camaragua, Camaragua, I'm not sure if this is pronounced right, as the team's vice president of player personnel. Both Dinwiddie and Camaragua have previous experience in the NBA, and they could prove to be nice addition to the front office which is great so basically coach rivers is going to be more concentrating on a co- um coaching these two guys are going to be handling all the other things with uh the sixers and stuff like that because i was talking to my dad earlier and he was stating that coach rivers when he was at the clippers he was doing it all and um it could be a little emotional for him because like i said in previous podcasts you know when you care you go you and you you've been in this industry for a while and you know how things can happen and you just want your players to be um stable enough and 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 be okay at the end of the day so I guess it could have been a lot on Coach Rivers to do both. So if you're bringing in two people to handle the other part of, you know, the players being accountable for certain things, making sure, you know, they're making the right moves and he be more concerned with coaching, I guess it could work, you know. Um, We need different departments for that, I believe, for, I think, better results. You know, um, some people may not like 
advice that are given. Like some players probably didn't like advice that was given when it came to being financially responsible. People sometimes don't like when you talk about their money. So, (laughs) you know how it goes. But at the end of the day, if it's, you know, you got to understand how things work. You know, as easy as it comes, easy it can go. Also, mentally, I hope that they are bringing on people that are hoping, you know, not saying that these players can't be responsible for themselves like they're, you know, but sometimes it's a, it's a good thing to have a little extra help because you got a lot on you, you know, um, and like a lot of people do, we all have a lot on us. And it's just nice to have a little extra help, a little extra advice. Sometimes we don't be seeing straight because we're worrying about everything else. And we need that person sometimes to come and pull us aside and be like, you know what? You're taking care of your mental health. Are you taking care of your body? Are you, you know, making sure you have the right people around you? I don't know if they're going to be doing all that, but it would be nice to bring some people in there that do that or have people in I just think I'm not saying like I'm an expert on this I just think basic and basic humanity rules I think that everyone should have um some type of guidance and I don't want to make it seem like you need somebody to tell you how to live your life because that's not the case but it's just like when you go see a psychologist sometimes or, you know, sometimes you need to be able to talk and make sure you're making good decisions and have people in your corner that's not about just your money. You know, that's always concerning to me. Like, how do you know that these people are really, you know, genuine? So hopefully with all this going on, all this management going on, that the Sixers have a good plan for next year, you know, for next season. And with Coach Rivers coming on, he can concentrate on the coaching and they can handle the other stuff in the office. So congratulations to the Sixers. Uh, I wish y'all the best. Also, Tobias Harris, um, he did a, a meeting with Kamala Harris uh it was him who else spike spidey mitchell mitchell um i don't think his name is spidey mitchell but mitchell from utah and i think tj mccullough yeah i think so all three of them met with uh Kamala Harris, which was a good opportunity to uh, talk and talk about different issues and big ups to them for that. Um, Tobias Harris, I always said I admired him off the court, um, him being involved with the community and what's going on. And I, I always thought that was awesome. Um, a lot of people stepping up doing that type of work. I, I commend them for it. Uh, because we got to get back to the swing of things, people. I feel like we don't, it's not saying we don't care, but I feel like as humans, with so much going on, 
we need to get back to the basis of caring for each other and you know um and not just be so consumed about making you how can I say just being more genuine when it comes to human and human life and what's going on in the world and it's not all about you you know um it's so easy to get caught up and as prime example you can see that hmm, when people get into this system of power um that the folks are given to them it seems like that's all that matters is capital gain it's imagery it's it's not um a care a genuine care sometimes and that's where i feel like people from other countries are laughing at america because all they say about america is that we're greedy home money greedy hungry money hungry people you know and we can't even get our shit together how can you be the greatest country in the world and look at your shit now it's like shit so if we have to get back to the basics you know and take out the politician shit just us as people because people we have the strength and numbers to you know make it happen you know um so yeah i i i kind of went left but i just wanted to to mention something about that so moving on i also wanted to talk about hold on did y'all get a chance to catch Saturday Night Live with host Issa Rae and Justin Bieber? Justin Bieber, Bieber, he has some good songs, you know? It wasn't, you know, poppy. Like, I don't mind his pop songs and stuff like that. But some of the songs he was singing, I think he went in the studio and really wrote how he truly feels instead of having to cover it up. And... I like that song. I don't know if it's called Lonely, but I know the the verses in there had something about lonely and basically how he was saying like he had everything, but the, <laughs> the having everything but no one to talk to or trust. That's the worst feeling. So you give that up to have somebody that you can talk to and trust. You know, it's like you can't have both, right? And that's sad when you think about it. You. You know, you either take this position, get everything you want, and you don't have no one to share with or talk to or trust, you know, or you just don't have it. And, you know, I it's just it's just a weird thing when you think about it. But he has some good songs and Chance the Rapper was um, on the first song that he performed, um... I think it's called Holy. I don't know the names of the song, but I know he mentioned a lot about Holy. I like that song. So I think I'm going to download Justin Bieber. <laughs> I think I'm going to download his album. I think I, I, you know, I'm feeling that. Also, Issa Rae did a great job. I love Issa Rae. Issa Rae can, cannot do any wrong in my eyes. I just love this lady because she's just so funny and she's just her, you know, and I like that. I like that. I really do. So, congratulations to Issa Rae, Justin Bieber. They said that uh, SNL had 
um, invited Justin a couple of times, so they really like him coming on and performing. So that's what's up. Check it out if y'all haven't. I watched it on demand. Um, what else I wanted to talk about? I wanted to also talk about... <laughs> oh my goodness. Yo, I was on the internet and I saw these memes. And one of the memes was saying like, I can't believe when we were a kid, we used to eat ice cream out of a toilet roll. <laughs> toilet paper roll. Yo, I remembered it and I love that ice cream. It was kind of like orange, like um like orange sherbet with vanilla. And it came in a polka dot uh wrapping and you push it and as you push it up cuz I think the Flintstones had it too, like um Flintstones ice cream. They had it too. You push it up and you eat it but as you get to it and finish it you notice that it is the the polka dot paper when you look on the inside it is like a a toilet paper roll um so (laughs) go to show you was we eating what, what the hell was we doing you know and uh I tell you, you don't find out these things until you get old enough to realize, like, damn, I was really eating ice cream out of a toilet paper roll. <laughs> that is so funny to me. Crazy. Think back of some of the times when you were a kid, like some of the candies and things you used to eat that you would be like, I'll never eat that again. I would still eat that, but... I remember, do anybody remember Ninja Turtle Pies? Um, I'm not a Boston Cream Fat fan. I don't really like that custard. But some reason, I would buy the Ninja Turtle Pies because even though it had that custard in it, it kind of had like a lemony type of taste to it. And I would buy the Ninja Turtle. I love Ninja Turtles, so... um, if nobody knew, you know, that was one of my favorite cartoons and shows to watch. Um, so they had these pies <laughs> and, uh, it was, it was really cool because it was like, it was actually the Ninja Turtle shell. It had like the green icing and the inside it was like yellow cluster lemon and that's the only thing I would eat because I do not like Boston cream. Everybody knows that. And when you, well, some people may not know that, but at my job, sometimes we go get donuts and they would bring back dozens of donuts and I would always be the one open it and look like, mm-mm, if that's not that vanilla cream, that's Boston cream. I don't. I remember one time I ate it, I just was like about to like literally vomit because I do not like Boston cream. Mm-mm. I can't do it. <laughs> so moving on, I wanted to um, talk about J. Cole. When is J. Cole album coming out? I thought it was coming out 2020 this year. I was um, on the internet and I found a video. And I like this song, and it's so cool. J. Cole is, like, one of my favorite artists, you know, if we talking about artists. Um, I went to his concert. I think I went to J. Cole concert 
Did I? Twice. Well, he when he did perform that Made in America, I saw him in the rain. Um, who else? And then um, his latest album in 2018, K.O.D., I went and saw him in concert. Oh, man. That was the experience. Uh, I really do. I really do dig uh, J. Cole. And um, I like his music. I think he has pretty good music. So I'm just waiting for his album to come out. If anybody knows, please let me know. I was just wondering, where in this, when is this album coming out? Um, but yeah, moving on, I wanted to also talk about, I wanted to say happy, uh, happy heavenly birthday to my grandma, my mother's mother. Um, today is her birthday and she passed a couple years ago and our family, we miss her dearly. And I just wanted to say happy birthday to her and we celebrate you and we love you forever, grandma. So, yes, um, wanted to mention that. And today is Sunday Movies. (laughs) So, the movie I want to talk about is Casino. And that stars Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci. And I really, really had to watch that movie a couple of times. Because I watched it when I was much younger. Didn't really understand it all that well. As I got older through the years, I started understanding a little bit more. And, yeah, (laughs) Sharon Stone, (laughs) that lady can act. Yo, Joe Pesci, he acts so well that I wonder, does he really act that way? You know, have the the Napoleon complex just go off on people. <laughs> that was a that was a good movie. Um, the demise of Joe Pesci. You know, the way he went out, it was horrible. Like they they made it seem like this man was going to be getting made and they took him out to like a freaking cornfield if i was him like to me i would have thought like okay this is very weird i know i'm not supposed to be out here this is not the way you get made but i guess he was so excited he wasn't even thinking about it and then they try to blow up robert de niro car oh man it was crazy how the casino, and it makes you think when you go to these uh, casinos, how, how the cameras are, you they're always looking at you. And really, can you really win big in a casino? Because that just made me think like, I don't think so. I think casinos are put in place at times to take all your money. I mean, you can win probably half of your money back, but... Not all. I want to meet people who actually hit it big at a casino. Like, who actually hit it so big that it was unbelievable? I mean, I'm pretty sure they are. It is someone out there who has, but I don't know. After after watching that, I just be like, no, they ain't letting you walk out with all that money. (laughs) They're going to make you keep playing until you lose it again, you know? Um, And... It was weird, like, his relationship with Sharon Stone's character. Like, 
she just kept going back to that low life you know she had an issue you know with drugs and stuff even with joe pesci it was just like what the hell is going on and it just take it just reminds you that no matter what your situation is you can have a dysfunctional relationship no matter what <laughs> no matter what but if y'all haven't checked that movie out please do it's uh it's called casino um it's a pretty good movie robert de niro in a lot of movies you know it's gonna be pretty good um my favorite all-time movie that robert de niro was in was uh beat the <laughs> beat the Falkers. <laughs> meet the Falkers. the Falkers. um that was like one of my all-time favorite movies with robert de niro and um what was his name I'm not going to know the main character name. I need to fuck Falkers. Meet the Falkers. Um, what was his name? Oh, also Meet the Parents. That You know, I think Meet the Parents was funny too. Like, was that the first one? Meet the parents and then meet the Falkers. Yeah, the <laughs> that was that was so funny to me. What was the guy's name? The main character, a uh, Ben Stiller. Yeah, he was very funny, very funny. And Robert De Niro, Dustin Hoffman, and um, it was <laughs> it was. So funny and Barbara Stri Stri oh, Stri Streisand. Look how I cannot pronounce people's name. I'm just horrible at it. But yeah, Meet the Falkers. That came out in 2004. That was like one of my favorite movies with Robert De Niro. Meet the Falkers and Meet the Parents. Cause Meet the Parents came out first, I think. Yeah, Meet the Parents came out first. Hold on, let me. Yeah, Meet the Parents was first. Okay, so that was really funny. Okay, so then Meet the Falkers was next. And that was hilarious too. And when Robert De Niro gave um, Ben Stiller <laughs> a lie detector test, that was crazy. And he teach the cat jinx how to use the bathroom and then um <laughs> the baby <laughs> asshole <laughs> that was a funny movie like i could watch that over and over meet the parents meet the falkers it was good it was really good um but yeah that was like one of my favorite robert de niro movies you know that was out and I could watch that over and over. And sometimes, you know, on Sundays, it's just it's just cool to have those, mo you know, those movie nights. And I could just sit and watch things to keep me in a happy place. 
like I said, Netflix have all the shows from back in the 90s and early 2000s on it. And I think y'all should check it out if you haven't ever watched it before, which is pretty good. But um, other than that, I think I'm going to close out the podcast right now i thank y'all for tuning in i hope you enjoyed and i hope you enjoy your weekend and stay safe and i'll talk to you soon peace out